Hi, I'm Geeta and I'm Swati. Welcome to episode 6 of the Autism Everyday podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the natural environment and naturalistic teaching strategies with your child with autism. Just a little heads up for those of you who are tuning in only now. Geeta and I are BCBAs. We run Weekan, a resource center for autism in Chennai, and we are passionate about parent training, education, and of course, ASD. Today we're really going to get into some technical bits, so brace yourselves. Let's start by diving into a little subject background here. ABA or Applied Behavior Analysis, as you know, has two common modes of delivery. One being the DTT or discrete trial teaching. which is largely denoted by tabletop activity and basically what you see when you search for an ABA session on YouTube the other mode of delivery being NET or natural environment teaching or NATS as some people call it naturalistic teaching strategies while both NET and DTT can be and should be components of a comprehensive ABA treatment program DTT is probably best known within the field of ABA It's known to be highly structured, thoroughly planned, and usually occurs in a standard setup. DTT is a great method of teaching as it allows for focus and fluency, and it sort of enables your child to succeed in achieving his target goals. Yeah, that's it's it's important to kind of uh, emphasize on that that both um, desk, uh, discrete trial training and natural environment training. are part of um the applied behavior analysis um basket Package, yeah because uh, often times uh, the dtt is kind of synonymous with aba and mm-hmm. that's not true yeah not true it depends on the stage of learning of the child the age of the child what the skills are and there is usually a combination of the two right so uh, let's look at natural environment training or net as we call it it focuses on achieving the same goals as does a dtt session but in a more natural manner it it is actually kind of incidental because a child is engaging in his daily activities it could be way up play it could be even at the table while uh, working itself or it could be at snack time and does not be restricted to a highly structured environment Yeah, I mean, you could do an NET session at the park or even at the grocery um, store. How cool is that, right? One of the greatest merits, of course, of NET as a form of intervention is that parents are the number one therapists. They have access to, you know, maximum natural settings and occasion to teach during these moments with the child. So, what does an NET session look like? I mean. whatever it is or it is not it is tons of fun <laughs> for oh, sure oh yeah i'll bet um lots of noise laughter really silly silly boisterous fun and peppered with intrinsic reinforces that is is the key in natural environment training it's peppered with there is so much of intrinsic reinforcement that the child is spontaneously and automatically learning right imagine like a you know a child has a cup of his favorite juice when he's thirsty or a snack when he's hungry and these 
otherwise seemingly normal moments of life can become great learning opportunities yeah that's true like that instance of the thirsty child mm-hmm. right that you yeah. mentioned yeah. um you have a thirsty child and he has you know his favorite juice you could weave in a manned opportunity and have him learn to ask for juice you could have him learn to mand or ask for a straw if he uses one mm-hmm. he could yeah. learn to mand for more juice if he's finished with his cup of juice he could even learn to mand to say finished or all done yeah, so important right mm. he could mand for a napkin to clean up a spill or he could mand for a different flavor of juice you know he likes orange and you give him you know cranberry juice and you know he could learn to say hey i want the orange juice please So the possibilities are endless and this is just to do with manding. As a parent, you could also work on tactic expressions and emotion by commenting when your child is drinking juice, you could you could say, "Ah, that's yummy" or "Mm, that is sweet." There are also opportunities for your child to learn receptive language because this is a situation when your child has really high MO or motivating operations or motivation let's just put it like that yeah <laughs> for juice yeah. right so your child has high motivation for juice and you could ask him to go fetch a straw or fetch a glass to pour the juice into yeah so you're teaching him language and you know he'll do it because he wants juice and he gets rewarded for doing what you asked him to do because he gets to drink juice how Absolutely. cool is that win win <laughs> it is and otherwise normal snack time routine becomes an activity full of learning that covers at least three verbal operands and most of all your child has fun and that is what an net session looks like yeah so that kind of describes right the fun and the laughter and all of that that should be present in an net session and most important is the motivation which is already there so you're essentially joining your child in an activity that is high motivation to engage in uh-huh something we've often heard is uh, my child like things that i cannot possibly encourage right uh but you know what here is the deal you can be thrown off guard if your child uh, let's say has high motivation to play with water and we've heard of this so often my child just enters the washroom and opens the taps or he opens the tap in the sink and so on and so forth and of course any parent would consider it inappropriate and it mm-hmm. can be fairly messy right if the child spills water and we don't have water to no to we throw don't around. <laughs> nowhere in the world at right but if this is what motivates him and has him completely engaged then this is where you start and it's a great starting point um you can join in this activity easily enough just create a little structure like a you know a tub of water or something so you're actually sitting and playing with it and you can join in and teach any number of language concepts i mean of the top of my head i can think of pour sink crash float uh, full empty squeeze uh, more water hot water cold water all done i mean there's just so many things <laughs> that you can you know do you can use a bottle and a funnel and have the child pour the water in and again empty the water out it's endless the yeah. possibilities are endless the key to learning of course and the point to remember is it should be fun mm-hmm. you don't yeah. want to jump in and try to teach so many things that the child says oh no this is another task <laughs> right So uh, let's take a look at another common problem faced by parents of children on the spectrum. Some notice that they 
you know the child's ability to learn a skill is there in the situation where it's taught but it doesn't generalize across settings and across people Mm-hmm. So often times you'll have children who learn something maybe at the therapy session, but they never display that skill elsewhere when they ought to be showing it, when they ought to be using it. So take the example of teaching um, eye contact when oh, asking yeah. a question. That's a tough one, yeah. right? Uh, while you may work on this in the therapy room, uh, it needs to be taught in a variety of situations and across a number of different people before the child really knows how to integrate uh, eye contact when asking somebody a question and mm-hmm. remember the motivation has to be there as oh, well yeah. oh yeah yeah and so this is exactly where net kind of comes in the skill is learned under structured conditions in the dtt session and put to practice where it is actually going to be used and in an environment that is highly motivating making generalization almost seamless so if a skill is taught in 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 the net then generalization just happens like that and you don't have to work hard again on you know taking it from here and again teaching generalization so it kind of takes care of those steps in a very very natural manner yeah that, that sounds great yeah so i think the best part about everything that you just spoke about is that everybody's having fun absolutely right the parent the child anybody else who's part of the process there is movement there's laughter and there's a whole lot of learning yeah so now let's take a quick look at some key points in implementing net strategies with your child first up you want to recognize your child's motivation and you want to capitalize on it you want to set up a small routine around it let's say he's motivated by his snack then you want to make sure you have a nice little learning routine built into snack yeah. time yeah you want to pick targets across operands that you want him to learn through this routine you could pick a few mans maybe two to four tags around five receptive instructions and make sure you're targeting those through your learning routine mm-hmm. Once your child achieves these targets, you want to make sure you add variations systematically. Remember to have fun, as much fun as you possibly can. A happy parent makes a happy child. And with that, we're going to wrap up episode 6 on naturalistic teaching strategies and your child with ASD. Thank you for tuning into Autism Everyday. Stay safe and see you next time.